You're listening to The Legitimate Podcast, hosted by Mike and Rochelle Poulton, helping you get ahead and stay ahead in law, business, and life every Friday at 10 a.m. Hello, Arizona. Welcome to The Legitimate Podcast. We are your hosts, Mike and Rochelle Poulton. We're here to discuss the business of business to help you get ahead and stay ahead in law, business, and life. Today's episode is about getting ready to sell a business. Today's show is brought to you by Poulton and Arroyan PLLC, our law firm, a Phoenix law firm helping local business owners do things like uh, sell their businesses. <laughs> Feel free to find us online at www.pnlaw.pro or give us a call at 602-427-5613 to see how we can help you out with your business issues, your real estate issues, whatever you've got going on in that kind of a field, uh, we have the experience to help you sort that out. So getting ready to sell a business. This is something that both Rochelle and I have quite a bit of experience helping clients with. Uh, A lot of people come to me and my firm uh, to help get their businesses sold. And very often they come to seek advice once they are feel like they're ready to market the business or once they have someone on the hook to try to buy it. And unfortunately, that's often too late to optimize things. As it turns out, the process of getting ready to sell your business is something that can take really quite a long time. We're talking at least months, but typically a year and potentially several years if you really want to optimize it. Uh, It's not like selling a used car and it's not even like selling a piece of property, uh, although it certainly has more in common with selling property. You may think... Uh, You know, if you're getting ready to sell uh, a house or an office building, even you're probably going to want to take stock of its situation and determine whether or not there's some work that you should do to it to improve its value. Maybe by putting some money into that property, you would be able to get even more money out of selling it. Well, your business is no different. In fact, with your business, it's almost certain that by putting some extra money and effort into certain aspects of it, you can greatly improve its valuation for sale. So that's tip one, you know, understand what you're selling. Your business is your product. What you sell as the business is not what you're selling. You're selling the business itself. So be sure to think of your business as the thing that you're selling. You are no longer selling widgets. You're selling a widget company. And the value of that widget company uh, is very different than the value of your widgets. Very different. So it's really important when you're thinking about selling a business, you know, maybe you're a event planner and you've got a great book of business and you're thinking, oh, you know, I'm selling, you know, this great book of business. And it's like, yes, that is what you're selling. You're selling an event planning business. It's really important to understand like what it is that you're selling. So it could be the assets of the business. It could just be the client list. It could be the equity that you have in the building. I mean, there's so many different aspects of a business that you could have that you need to consider. The event planning business is a great example here because a lot of the real nuance and complexity in this happens with businesses like event planning, where largely the value is in the book of business, ongoing clients who do business with your company because they value the relationship. And you're hoping that by selling your book of business or selling your company out, you're going to be able to get out of doing the work while obtaining a bunch of money for having built that reputation and and pool of clients. So if you run uh, Marty Schneckel's Events Incorporated, 
um, and you're Marty Schneckel, and lots of people like doing business with you, Marty Schneckel, uh, and they've been doing business with Marty Schneckel's event planning for uh, decades. Hmm. Well, before you're able to sell that, you've really got to think hard about what you can transfer to a buyer. Because if you, Marty Schneckel, have been the point of contact for all of these people for 25 years, and they've got your cell phone number, and they love doing business with Marty Schneckel, you may not be able to get them to do business with whoever buys your company next, because they're not doing business with Phoenix A1 event planning experts. They're doing business with Marty Schneckel. If you instead had built your business around being called Phoenix A1 event planning experts, then it's not so closely tied to you as an individual. And if you had a rotating staff of people taking the phone calls, but always providing great service, then you would be able to transfer that to a new buyer without losing the connection with those clients. So it's really important when you're thinking about selling that you take stock of what in how your business is situated currently, especially if you've named it after yourself. It's kind of hard to sell your brand to somebody else. However, it can be done. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of large companies that are named after their founders and that are Ford. no longer, Yeah, that are no longer connected to their founders, really. And in fact, sometimes people have successfully built companies around their own names and then promptly sold them and had no further involvement. But in order to do that, it requires a careful approach to brand management and to your own personal contacts so that while your name and perhaps even your image may be closely associated with the company, you personally are not involved in doing that work. Marty Schneckel's event planning might be branded around Marty Schneckel, but you're not going, you, Marty Schneckel, are not going to be involved in doing all of the work. You're not talking to the clients. You're not talking to your suppliers. You don't even have to be there. You can be in Jamaica all the time if you want to. Uh, and as long as you show up for one marketing photo shoot annually, you've successfully maintained your brand. If you're planning on selling the business, you've really got to start working in advance to make sure that you've got a brand that's transferable and that you personally are not critical to the ongoing success of that business. And this is a trap that a lot of small business owners get themselves into. Yes, you don't own a business, you own your job. You own your job, Marty Schneckel. So be careful. Getting your books in order. Yes. We're always talking about math and doing the books, but the accounting actually matters because what someone is buying is your profitability. So if you're not profitable, you really can't sell your business. And if you're only mildly profitable because you keep investing and investing, investing in your business and you're thinking about selling, well, now is the time to clean it up, optimize and make those numbers look good. Absolutely. The idea of having a low cash flow operation where you're profitable uh, in the sense that you're able to continue reinvesting profits into the business to expand it rapidly, but you're not taking distributions or paying yourself much uh, that can be a great approach, but you've got to make sure the books are clean because when a buyer is going to look at this, they need to be able to see quite clearly from your bookkeeping uh, what activity is reinvestment of profits versus what is uh, cost of goods sold and, and other kinds of overhead. Because if you're not taking distributions and you're not taking a paycheck, it looks like a zero profit business. But if you were pumping all that money back into expansion, you're going to have to make that story very clear to your potential buyers. Otherwise, they're not going to view your business as being profitable, even though you really feel like it is. 
So just make sure that you've got a good accountant. You need a bookkeeper. You need someone who's providing you with profit and loss statements, that's doing your balance sheets, doing your cash flow statement. You need to know what those things look like and you need to consult with a professional on how you can make it look better. What you can do to change your business and where the funds that you already have can be reallocated to make you look better on paper. Absolutely. Also, very important point. Typically, when you're not planning on selling the business in the short term, you and your accounting team are going to be looking for ways to minimize your profit. For example, you're going to be looking for ways to characterize expenditures as being immediately deductible expenses, characterizing things as maintenance rather than capital improvement, for example. That's a good strategy as long as you are not trying to sell the business in the short term. But once you get into sale mode, unfortunately, you're going to have to pay a lot more taxes for a while. You're going to have to shift that approach to work your books to make them look profitable rather than unprofitable. And tons of these decisions are mere judgment calls. Uh, things can be characterized either way. And more importantly, you can choose how to spend your money either way so that your expenditures are either immediately deductible expenses that look like uh, business expenses, and in fact, our business expenses, versus keeping that money, distributing it, paying your own salary with it, uh, or putting it into things that are obvious and clear uh, capital expenditures that improve the value of the business, capital acquisitions, that can be clearly separated on your accounting documents so that buyers can see the value that's going into the business from the, that reinvestment activity. And a quick aside, it's also true if you're looking for business financing. Yes. So if you're trying to get a loan for your business, your books have to look good too. So if you spend a lot of time trying to avoid paying a lot of taxes by reinvesting in your business, you're going to have to shift your approach, especially if you're looking at acquiring real estate or taking out a large loan. Absolutely true. That can be a painful process to consider but it is the reality of it. And when you look at things a little bit differently and see how much of an increase in valuation you get from doing this, uh, how much of an increase in valuation your business may have from just a year or a year and a half of shifting your approach to evaluating expenditures and reinvestment and working with your accountants to characterize things in a manner that optimizes your return, you'll see that you gain a whole lot more in equity than you pay in taxes because the valuation of that business is going to go up dramatically. Another point to consider, we've talked about a number of slightly sophisticated accounting activities here and, and expenditure decisions. If you're a small business owner, there's a high probability that your potential buyers are not very sophisticated. Uh, the people who may be purchasing your business may not understand a word either of us have just said for the last five minutes. And it, it really pays to make sure that your books are so simple and your business operations are so clear that none of this is murky or hazy at all, even for someone with no formal business background, maybe someone who hasn't even run this type of business, because uh, that's potentially a significant component of your buyer pool. Your business is now the product and you need to make its value proposition clear to your entire audience. It's like, okay, my business nets $250,000 a year and I want to sell it for half a million dollars. Okay, cool. Very easy math. Very easy to understand. <laughs> 
make it make sense for whoever it is that you're trying to sell to. Absolutely. You don't want to be saying, well, you know, I only took 120,000 in, in actual distributions last year, but really we're making 750,000. So the valuation should be 2 million. Well, no, <laughs> most, most not very sophisticated buyers are never going to consider the possibility that a business that has only produced cash flow of 125,000 a year should be worth $2 million. Maybe it is. There are plenty of examples where that's accurate, plenty of them. But in the very small business market with a lot of your buyer pool, uh, they're not going to be sophisticated enough to see that, and you're not even going to get into a negotiation with them. Whereas if you had spent a couple years reworking your approach to handling cash flow and reinvestment, perhaps you could be showing uh, nearly a million a year in profits out of that business and easily justify your valuation. Yes. So as you can tell, when you're getting ready to buy or sell a business, you're really, you need more time. More time is better for you. You're, if you're thinking about getting a large business loan, you need two years of solid financials. So think about it in terms of what you're actually trying to do. If you're thinking about retiring or doing something different, you need time in order to properly set up your business for sale. You don't want to you know, sell something that you spent your life creating or a decade on and at the last minute trip at this finish line. You want to get a return on all of that time, sweat, and energy that you've invested into your business. So just take a moment, think about it, and consult with a professional. There are tons of accountants and lawyers out there like us that can help you through this process and make it not seem so scary. Absolutely. What you don't know, hire out. Absolutely. And the longer you have to prepare, the better. Um, If you can plan for sale from the beginning, have an exit strategy at the very start, which is something we've talked about in some prior podcasts, you are even better off because then uh, you're not going to start off by calling it Marty Schneckel's events. It's going to be A1 event expert services. But if you've already made that mistake, if we can call it a mistake, then perhaps you can consider a rebranding before you sell so that you can really package your business as a saleable asset where you don't have issues being able to transfer it and convincing someone that they're really going to be able to continue it. And it's really important too, when you've got a business, like let's take a a fictional, one of our favorite fictional businesses, Bob's Burgers, right? So let's say Bob and Linda Belcher are ready to sell their business and they couldn't today. We don't even know what their financials are. We know their business has got some problems. We know that they're underselling the value of their burgers and fries. I mean, it's a really cheap burger joint that's delivering a high quality product. Like they could easily double their pricing and just be profitable. They always joke on the show about how their rent is more than what they make in a month at their shop. Well, that's pretty obvious financial issue. Like just with some good accounting accounting and just knowing what their numbers are, they could be profitable and a great business to sell in, you know, a year or maybe even two. Absolutely. Yeah, we like to have fun watching Bob's Burgers and thinking of ways that they could improve their business. Um, They need to just invest a little bit in their branding, in their interior, and then probably raise their prices substantially. Um, They may even come into a situation, and you and your business may come into a situation, where raising your prices increases not just your sales uh, on a dollar basis, but even your sales on a unit basis. There are plenty of situations where price and value are perceived to be linked, uh, Veblen goods, uh, as they're sometimes called by economists, where raising the price raises demand. And you should carefully consider before you decide that you're ready to sell, whether you are pricing things correctly. 
lowering your prices probably not going to be a great option. Uh, raising them very well may improve the performance of your business and increase its valuation. Yes. So we hope we've given you guys a lot to think about. And if you are thinking about selling a business and you just want to have a quick 15 minute conversation about it, give us a call. We are happy to help in any way that we can in all things business. Thank you very much. This has been Legitimate.